Today's daf is daf chaf aleph in Yavamis. Look for a full shlang for Nomi Rivka Bastina Shoshana. For Yom Tov Litman Ben Dvor Fegachaya. For Shlomo Ben Rachel. Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal and Elazar Ben Reuma. Yesterday we got down to, let's see, um, about ten lines down on the page. Amarava, Amarava. Remez l'shniyas menatara. Remember. The main shnia that we think about is your grandmother. The Torah does not prohibit you marrying or sleeping with your grandmother. Of course, you can't do it with your mother, but that doesn't prohibit it. Obviously, we would consider that, um, <clears throat> you know, meguchach, disgusting uh, to do that. But that's one of the things that the rabbis prohibited. They're called shnias, the secondary ones, and there are many others as we're going to learn today. But what's the idea, Ramas? What's the hint of Shnias Menatar? Even though the Tarden doesn't specifically forbid these relationships, but there's a hint in it. In other words, after describing the Arias, the various forbidden relationships in the Torah, it says all these abominations, the people of the land, that is the people of, the, of Eretz Canaan that you are inhabiting, that you are taking over, you're conquering. They have done these, as Tovos Ha'el, these. Ha'el is considered strong. Ha'el, cautious. These are very stringent, very difficult, tough uh, averus that they have done. And Mechlal, the Igarakos. In other words, it says, these are the real bad ones. You know, don't live with your brother, with your uh, sister-in-law and your mother-in-law and all these other ones that you're not allowed to, that the Torah specifically forbids. These are the tough ones. Mashmah, they're also less stringent ones, like your grandmother, and as we'll see, your daughter-in-law, your son-in-law's, uh, your son's, uh, your son's daughter-in-law, many other things. If our friends, for example, you can't sleep with your daughter-in-law. If your son dies or or divorces his wife, you can't marry his daughter-in-law. What about his sons, his sons, your grandson's daughter-in-law? So those are all added on. They're less stringent. So he says, since the Torah says ha'el, the tough ones, the strong ones, kashos machlal de'ikarak. So my nino, what are they shnias? My How do we know El means tough? El simply means these. It's like a shortened version of Ela. How do we know it means these stringent ones, these uh, difficult ones? It says, Nebuchadnezzar took the strong ones, the mighty ones from the land. He um, exiled them. So El is a Lushan of strong. A person cheats on measures. You know, the guy that tips the scale at the, uh, he weighs down the fruits with water, et cetera, and he cheats you. How do you know that that's one of the, that the punishment for that is more difficult, more difficult than, than for, uh, you know, sexual impropriety, for uh, sexual misconduct. How do you know? In other words, here it says, by Arias, it says, ale, which is tough. Ela, there it talks about when it comes to midos, when you cheat on measures, weights and measures, that's Ela, which is even stronger. So smash ma'el is not so strong. You just said that these are the stringent ones, and therefore there must be lighter ones. Those are the shniyas. Ela is not so strong. Rav Levi apparently says Ela is not so strong because midos is worse. If you cheat on midos, it's worse than, than cheating with sexual misconduct because the sexual misconduct says Ela, and when it comes to midos, it says Ela. The answer is no. Ale kosher, ale kosher, ale. They're both difficult. They're both stringent. But ale is strong and stringent, and ale is even more than that. Says more begavi arayis namiyek sevela. What do you mean by arayis? It only says ale, and by midos it says ela. Both of them being strong, but ale is strong. By arayis it also says ela. 
It says at the end of the parsha of Avestas, it also says Eila over there. Rashi points out uh, So there it says it, it says Eila there too by Arias. It doesn't just say El. It says Eila. That's to tell you for these toivos, for these sexual misconduct abominations, then you will get chorus. But for midos, even though it's very stringent, but you don't get chorus for that. So why are they stringent? Why is it so stringent? Why do you say that the cheat on rates and measures, that's very stringent? Uh, it's not a stringent apparently. You say it's more stringent than a rise because by rise it says ale and here it says ayla. But uh, the punishment for rise is much worse. If you committed sexual misconduct, you could still do tshuva as long as you haven't created a mamzer yet, which cannot be retracted. There's no way to get back from mamzers we've been discussing. But, it's, but you could you can leave a bad relationship. A man, a Cohen's married to a grusha, he could do tshuva and leave her, or uh, married to a non-Jewish, whatever it was, you could leave, you could do tshuva on that. But you can't do tshuva on weights and measures, because when you cheat with weights and measures, you're cheating the whole public. And even though Rashi says, what they do is what you should do is they're gift stuck to the public, but that's not a good tshuva. You didn't really make up for having cheated all these individual people. <laughs> so that was one source. The source was he is called to have a sale on choice. El is stringent. It's much that they're lighter ones. That's the Shneas. Rabbi says this the hint of Shneas in the Torah is It says in Kaelis, that Shlomo Amelach balanced and searched and he investigated. Tikkun Mishal Marbe made many proverbs. In other words, he instituted many halachas. Before Shlomo Melech came, Hoysa Torah Domelech Fifa. The Torah was like a basket that had no handles. He made handles. In other words, he made handles. He made extra stringencies to keep you from messing things up. That's the idea that of Takanas Mitebe Sofrim. Israel Divrei Sofim. He says, Yosem Mehema Bni Yisoyer. More than this, be careful. Yisoyer B'Divrei Sofim. Yosem B'Divrei Torah. In other words, he told us to say, uh, Shlomo hinted, and when Shlomo said he did many investigations, made many proverbs, he said, what did he say there? Be careful. Listen to the rabbis. The rabbis added more than the, more than it's written in the Torah. Listen to the rabbis to keep you from doing these things. In other words, when we said, don't, I give you the, the, the prime example is your grandmother. But as we'll see, there are many other cases which are hard to understand. Why does the Torah say don't sleep with your, why did the rabbi say don't sleep with your grandmother? The Torah prohibits it. The Torah prohibits you to, to sleep with your grandmother. Why does the Torah, why did the rabbi prohibit it? Because you might come sleep with your mother. Now, all the Xeris drop on her, so you shouldn't come to do a Doraisa. Roshi says the source, the hint at Shneas in the Torah, even though it's not the favors, is from this Pasuk. It says, Pura'eu, Pasuk and Mishle, Pura'eu, Rosh says it means big, make it big, make the Isra big. Think of it as, oh, that's a terrible, terrible thing. I'll talk about, don't pass by it. In other words, stay away from it. Satemi love, turn away from it, Babor, and pass. Stay away from this big, terrible thing. Amar Vashi, Moshe Raboshi's example. I'll give you an example of what Raboshi means. stay away from it. A person's guarding a orchard. If you guard it on the outside, you stay on the outside, and you could see in all directions. The whole part is, the whole orchard is protected, is all guarded. But let's say you're inside. If you're inside, you can't see the back because you're already inside. So what's in front of you is guarded. But what's behind you, you can't see. If you're outside, you can see everything. If you're inside, you can't see it. But this is a bad example. 
says the Gemara, because Hashem shall have fun of me, the example you gave, at least what, if you're, even if you're inside, at least what's in front of you is guarded. Here's exactly, this is good, what, I, what I said before. If you don't, if there wouldn't be the secondary prohibitions that the rabbis added on, you might come to live with an erva as well. That's the idea. So example, uh, the grandmother is, is a tough example, but uh, let's say, as we'll see, your son's daughter-in-law. You can't sleep with your own daughter-in-law. That's what the Torah prohibits. When I say sleep means forever, meaning even if your son's dead or divorced, whatever, you can't sleep. What about your son? That's an additional one. So why do they add your son's daughter-in-law, meaning your grandson's wife? Why? Because you shouldn't come to do the Esther Torah, which is your daughter-in-law. Rav Kana says a pasuk in the Chumash. It says, You should guard my guard, right? Or, uh, or my... Uh, you know, my, my uh, shift, whatever, guard, guard my guarding, guard my safeguard. Why? Make an extra guard. Notice the Torah prohibits one thing. You should make a guard around that. I'm only a bailer of Yosef. That's still Raisa. We just said that Shneas, these rabbis added on all these secondary sexual prohibitions, right? They added on secondary ones to keep you from doing the real base of the Torah. What's the hint of that? So there's a hint in Yecheskel, uh, uh, rather in, in um, uh, we, we have a hint at it. He's called to us for ale, these mashmud. There's other ones. A pasuk in Kelkelus Mishle. If he says Ushmartim is Ushmarti, you should guard my guarding. In other words, the Torah is telling you to add extra guards, almost befeirish. Some of the rabbis had the raisi. The raisi. It's the raisi of Pirsh Rabbanan. The rabbis explained it. That's why we attribute Shneis to Rabbanan. So it's more called Torah Nami Pirsh Rabbanan. Everything in the Torah, the rabbis explain what it is, right? You got to pay, uh, you know, whatever. The classic example is, you know, uh, that uh, an eye for an eye. You know, the Torah says you have to pay for what does it mean? Money. So the rabbis explain what the Torah means, but it's men Torah. Element Rabbanan because Mach to be When it says over here, it means this. It's really the halachas of Shneis and Rabbanan, but they uh, they um, supported it by the pasuk Bushmar to Mishmar Shmarti. We supported it based on that pasuk. That pasuk hints at it, and therefore they what to rely on. That's called an asmach. That's really a lachat but they added it on. What are all these all these secondary things? So there's many. This price, so we have a price here which is going to list eight of them. Turn it up on them. Mine's just, what are these secondary sexual prohibitions? Ain emo, as I said, your mother's mother, your grandmother. Okay, that's the first one. There's going to be eight listed in this price, so we're going to see many more. Aim emo, the aim of it, the mother of your father, your father's mother. Torah doesn't say you can't sleep with your father's mother. That aim of it, they, because because uh, that's similar to Amimo, so they add that on. We're going to talk about Xeris Xeris. Your grandfather's wife, even if it's not your grandmother, your grandfather's wife, your grandfather could have another wife. Okay, also your grandfather on your other side, your maternal grandfather's wife. All these are prohibited by the rabbis. The Torah forbids your uncle's wife. The Torah says you can't marry, you can't sleep with your uncle's wife. But that uncle is an uncle that's your father's brother from their father, your father's paternal brother. Is that what you call it? Your father's paternal brother. That means that your father's brother from his father's side, at least from his father's side. That's what the Torah prohibits. The rabbis added on, your father's maternal brother's wife. Your father's maternal brother's wife. Your, your aunt, she's, in all cases we call that aunt, right? But the Torah doesn't prohibit the wife of your mother's brother. The Torah doesn't prohibit the wife of your mother's brother. Your mother's brother is your uncle, right? So another uncle and his wife. The Torah doesn't prohibit that. 
the rabbis did. Because the Torah only talks about your father's brother. And that means from your father's brother, for they have the same father. But your father's brother from his mother's side, or your mother's brother from his from her father's side, Torah doesn't prepare those, but the rabbis did. What about your mother's maternal brother's wife? Your mother's maternal brother's wife, that is not even listed here. We're going to talk about that because there, there's no side on the father. It's not your father's brother. It's not your mother's brother from her father, your mother's brother's wife, but where your mother and your brother, where your mother and her brother are maternal, only from the mother's side. We're going to talk about that. Kalas Beno, as I said before, the daughter-in-law of your son. That would be your grandson's wife. You don't, the Torah prohibits your daughter-in-law. But your daughter was that's on Kalas Bito. Well, why is that also because of Kalas Beno? Again, it's almost exera to exera, but we're going to talk about it. it's the same idea. Kalas Beno, Kalas Bito. Okay, those are eight prohibitions. You can marry your father in law's wife as long as she's not your mother, your wife's mother, right? What about your stepson's wife? Your stepson's wife, you can marry her. But you can't marry your, your, your stepson's daughter. Now, your stepson's daughter, how is he your stepson? Because you're married to the mother. Well, his, and, and he is the stepson. That means he's your, he's your wife's son. Your wife's son's daughter, the Torah prohibits. Yes, ish, ish, no. Correct. Because why? Because you're married to the grandmother. You can't marry a grandmother and her daughter and her granddaughter, whether it's a grand Torah prohibits that. So interesting thing. Also, your stepson can marry your wife. I mean, after you're dead or you divorced her, right? Your stepson can marry her. Your stepson can marry your daughter. if They're not really related. If they're not blood relatives. Listen to this. The wife of your stepson, the wife of your stepson, which you said before, you can marry the Aishas Chorgo, your mother to marry her. You're ma allowed to marry your stepson's wife. Stepson divorces her, you can marry her. Now you can't marry your stepson's daughter. Why? Because your stepson's daughter is your wife's granddaughter. So Aishas Chorgo, Omer, so the wife of, of your stepson, so to speak, can say, Omer can tell you, I can marry you. Well, beat yourself, but you can't marry my daughter. I can marry you, but you can't marry my daughter. You hear this? I can marry you because I'm your, I'm your stepson's wife, but you can't marry my daughter because my daughter is your wife's granddaughter, right? So that's, that's, that's an interesting, you know, like case, right? What do you mean? What are you adding on here? You can't marry Baschorgo. The daughter of your, of your stepson that's your wife's granddaughter. So that's a doraisa. What are you mixing in here for? You can't take a woman. You can't take a woman and her daughter, and you can't marry also her daughter's daughter or her son's daughter. Well, that's what we're talking about. Your wife's son's daughter. That's your stepson's daughter. You can't take her. So that's a doraisa. Because you want to give you that case where Aishas Chorgo, the wife of your Stepson, Omer Slok can say, I need, I can marry you, Bita Asurlach. So you want to do that. But I forgot the Bita Asurlach Midaraisa. And even though my daughter, the stepson, the, the, the stepson's wife says to the to this uh, stepfather in law, you know, my daughter is also Yumina Torah. 
because my daughter is your wife's granddaughter, right? But the deal goes around. Ron didn't make Sarah and me. Interesting. You can marry my you 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 can marry me, but you can't marry my daughter. Okay, you you can't marry my daughter Midaraisa, but me you can marry even Midarabana. So Tanaration Ali Baschorgos, so the Tosso says, even a Baschorgos will eat a Raisa. Ihochi Ashes Homabab Nami Nema, why can't you say also by the wife of your father in law? Listen to this, the wife of your father. We're not talking about where she's your wife's mother, right? Because yeah. where she's, if she's your wife's mother, she's also because of that, right? You can't marry a woman and her mother. But Ashes Homav, right? The, 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 your father in law has another wife, right? Your father in law has another wife. You could marry her if your father in law divorces her or dies. Ihochi, why can't you say, I can marry you, right? Your father-in-law's wife can marry you, but my daughter cannot. Why? Because my daughter is your wife's sister, right? My daughter is your wife's sister. So uh, that, 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 that's why you can't marry, but you can't marry my daughter. I'll tell you why. Because the first case, where the, where the stepson's wife can say, you can marry me, but you can't marry my daughter. You can marry me even Rabbana, and you can't marry the Raisa. That's, fin- that's, fun- that's for sure. But over here, this is not definite. Why? Because over here, when he says, when she says, listen, you could, the wife of your father-in-law could say, I can marry you, but my daughter, my daughter is also to you, right? Because my daughter's also, because you're married to her. Because you're married to her sister. You're married to her sister. So he says, you know what? <laughs> you know, that doesn't always work because if your wife dies, you could marry the sister. You understand? So that, does, that depends on death. So therefore, it's not as definite. And therefore, that case is excluded. <laughs> Let's just see if there's a Rashi here. Um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. There's no Rashi in this, okay. Now we're going to have a not obviously. So now, when I said before, listen carefully, when I said before, you can't marry your grandmother, well, your great grandmother, your great great grandmother, it goes on and on and on. When we say that, it's all the same idea. You can't marry, uh, the second case was what? Aim of it, right? You can't marry the, your, your grandmother on your father's side, it goes on and on. And the wife of your grandfather and the wife of your great grandfather goes on and on and on. But however, says, there are four cases where it does that. It's only one generation, it doesn't go going on and on and on. And Rav knew about three. He knew of three. And the fourth one he didn't know about, but he had a Kabbalah. There were four. What are the three? Which is one of the ones we mentioned. Your uncle. What, what does that mean? Your mother's, your mother's paternal brother, because the Torah doesn't forbid the wife of your uncle on that side, on your mother's, your mother's side at all. But the rabbi said, the age of the wife of your mother's brother, your mother's paternal brother, she's forbidden. Or your father's, uh, your father's maternal brother's wife, they are forbidden. Why is it only one generation? So Rashi explains, because of here there's no Ervadaraisa in that generation. In the case of your, let's say your mother's mother, so your, mother's, your mother's forbidden to you. So what we keep on going in that line keeps on going on. And also, you can't live with your father's wife. So your father's, your father's father's wife, also you can't live on, it goes on and on. The Amav of Nami, even your father's mother, even though it's not in her generation era, because your father, we're not talking about your father, we're talking about a wife, right? 
because it's like emo. So it's similar to that. But in these cases that we said here, there's no there's no tzad that's also Torah in the previous generation because the Torah doesn't prohibit your mother's brother's wife at all. And the Torah and the Torah only prohibits your father's brother's wife in the case of a father, in the case where they're paternal, not maternal. Therefore, this is only one generation. Vikaloso and your daughter-in-law. The Gemara is going to say, what do you mean your daughter-in-law? Your daughter-in-law is the what do you, we're talking about cases where you don't have a continuation. Don't go on. It's not like your great 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 mother and your great 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 mother. Only these cases enough. So what does kalos mean? We'll see. It means kalos bito. The Gemara is going to explain that in a minute. It doesn't mean your your daughter. Your daughter-in-law is also in the Torah. Your daughter-in-law's got to be your son's wife, right? But we mean the the. And we said, what about the what about the daughter-in-law of your son? That that's also one of the shnis, and that goes on. And your daughter-in-law of your son's son's son. And you don't leave your son, 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 all that goes on, it goes on. But the daughter-in-law of your daughter, where there's nothing in the Torah about your daughter's daughter-in-law, that's only one generation, as we'll see. Kalasha really means Kalas Pito. Uzi'ir, Uzi'ir adds another one. Afeshis avi imo, the wife of the father of your mother, uh, that, which is not, the, the, that doesn't go on there in the Torah at all. This is Afeshis avi imo. Remember what Ziri added on the fourth one. Rob didn't know what the fourth one was, but he didn't agree with Ziri. So he said, the Eloi de Rav, one above Rav. And that's when he added on, when Ziri added on one more case, he added one more generation, because Rav was only talking about uncles, you know, your, your mother's paternal brother's wife, or your father's maternal brother's wife. And he added on. The generation above that, the grandfather's wife, Aphasius Avi Emo. That's what Ziri added on. Rab Maitam Lachasha. Why did Rab consider that as another case uh, which only has one uh, one uh, generation and no more? Right? Rab says, Rab said, no, that keeps going on. Because that, that if you do that, you'll, you'll, you'll come to assume that the, your grandfather's wife is also only one generation. No, you'll know the difference because people usually go to their paternal family, you know, to their father's fathers. They visit often, so he knows what's also what's not. But to your, to your uh, mothers, you're not as likely to go, and therefore you may, you may confuse them. But Rob said there is no difference, and uh, you're gonna, they're, all, they're, also, they're all also forever and ever. Kaloso says, what do you mean Kaloso? He says here, Kaloso, which he said is the third one. Rob says the third one, Ziri adds on a fourth one, but he agrees that's the third one. Your daughter was a Doraisa. What do you mean? We're not talking about a, we're talking about Shniyas over here, not a Doraisa. Erebus Kalos, Kalos Plus he says you can't live with your, with your uh, daughter-in-law. Same a Kalos Beno means Kalos Beno. But Kalos Beno, you also, Yeshla have sick. Whereas we're saying these are the three or four that they only for one generation, doesn't go on great, 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 great. It doesn't go up, up the line. But this does go up the line. Kalos Bono, Yesh Lapsi, you think it stops and doesn't, but tiny, we learn Kalos Erva. Kalaso Erva, Dharma is an Erva Minatora. Kalos Bono, Shnia, Rechenatama, Bibno, Ube Bendro, Atsof Kaldoros. Your son, 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 sons, you should live so long. Uh, daughter in law uh, uh, is also forbidden, Shnias. Elaima Kalos Bito, Damra Fista, Hamilsimigava Rabishmi. I heard this from a great man, Manuhusi Ravami. Strangely, he said, the kal is only also because of a kal. Amruli Kaldoi, the astrologer, said to, to me, you're going to be a Talmud Chochem. You're going to be a smart guy. I mean, I figured when I was young, the astrologers told me, I mean, I figured like this, if I will talk to be a Talmud Chochem, I'll try to figure out this phrase on my own. 
Meaning, they asked her the kala because of the kala. What does that mean? I figure I'll figure it out. If I'm only going to be a school teacher, you know, a Bible Bible class teacher, I'll ask the rabbis also. They can. I'll ask the rabbis who come to shul. I ask. I'll ask them what is the meaning of lo asher kala ne kala. Hashda, as far as we died, now I've learned. Talk. I went to yeshiva, and I'll say as far as my own lo asher kalas bito elamishum kalas beno. Why did they forbid kalas bito, which is one of the shnias that we mentioned, the daughter-in-law of your of your daughter, right? Because of the daughter-in-law of your son, even though the daughter of your uh, the the daughter-in-law of your son is also a drabana, the Torah only prohibits your daughter-in-law, your son's wife. The daughter-in-law of your son is a shnia, and we ask for this because of that too. We're going to talk about that. It isn't an exera exera. I'll give an example of a case like this. Meaning, some say that the shot over here, Rashi says also it gives an example of people, families that they knew who had both a son's daughter-in-law living with them and a daughter's daughter-in-law. So if you say that the son's daughter-in-law is forbidden, you might come, right? If you, it, it, but the daughter's daughter-in-law is not forbidden. So you might come to marry either one of them. You might get confused. So they said, you know what? Any of your child's daughters-in-law are forbidden. That's what I mean. They said, well, also, Kalispel, El Mishim Kalispel. Give an example. They're going Kalosa to Bay Bartsasoy. In that family, they have both a daughter's daughter in law and a son's daughter in law. They're all living in the same house. You know, the grandfather's always supporting everybody. Rapapa Homer could go in Kalosa to Bay Rapapa Baraba. Another example. Ravashi Homer could go in Kalosa to Bay Mari Barisik. These are cases where they had both not only the daughter in law living in the house, but the, the, the uh, yeah. son's daughter in law was living there. And the daughter's daughter-in-law was living there. So if you afraid, if you would allow you to marry your daughter's daughter daughter-in-law, your daughter's daughter-in-law, you might come to marry your son's daughter-in-law. So therefore, one is forbidden because of the other. Boilu, here's a tough one. This I mentioned before. This was not mentioned. The wife of your mother's brother, and your mother's only related to the brother maternally. Your mother's brother, they had the same mother. And what about the wife of that? We said if there's a father involved. Either what? Either your mother's paternal brother, they're, they're related to their father's brother's wife, that's a shniya. Or your father's maternal brother's wife, your father's paternal brother's wife is what the Torah says. Don't marry your aunt, your father's brother's wife. That's if they're brothers from the father's side. But if you're if they're from the mother's side, the Torah's prohibits, that's the shniya. What about if it's all mother? Your mother's brother, who's only your mother's brother because they have the same mother, his wife, what about that? We mentioned at least there's some side of the father in there. They either the, the he's your brother, the brother from the father's side, right? Or he's your he's your father's brother's side. On the father's side, there's something in the father. There's no mention here of the of the father at all. He's your mother's brother, and they're only related through their mother, that wife, that aunt. Maybe there's not Asr at all. How could you say Asr? These other ones are all Xerah, but not making Xerah. <laughs> They're all Xerahs, right? So he says, this is Gufa Xerah. The father's, the, the, um, the mother's brother from their father is Xerah. So the mother's brother from the mother 
We're going to answer that too. It's going to be Xavier, Xavier, we don't do that. They're all like this. No, but most of them, many of them, I'll give an example. Emo erva, your mother's an erva, right? You can't leave. The Torah says you can't sleep with your mother. The rabbi said, okay, your grandmother too. Even though on your father's side, there's no mother involved over there. The Torah doesn't talk about it. They made Xavier on your father's mother, because your mother's mother, right? Your Amy, your mother's mother, you might get confused with your mother. Right? They look alike, right? So you might come to sleep with your mother. So they made Xera. So why did they make Xera on your father's mother? Torah doesn't pick your father's mother either because of the mother's mother. So that's Xera, Xera. He must be because we're all Amy of it. Right? Amravatuko lavdeo Xera. Emo erva, Amy moshnia. Because we're all Amy of it, Mishim Amymo. The time of my, cool the Bayimo Rabbosiko. They're all called grandma, right? Your, your, your mother's mother is your grandma, grandmother. So your father's mother is also your grandmother. So you might come to confuse them. Aishas Aviv Erva, the wife of your father. If your father's married, no matter to who he's married to, you can't sleep with her forever. Aishas Aviv Erva. Aishas Aviv. What about your grandfather's wife? That's a Shia. You say your grandfather's wife, you shouldn't come to live with your father's wife. But Gazral Aishas Aviv even your grandfather on your mother's side, Aishas Aviv the wife of your of your maternal grandfather, Mishimaches of the oven. Time and why? Because Kul de Be'aba Rabakar, they're all called grandma, they're all called grandpa's wife, right? They're all called grandpa's wife. Aishas Achia of Menaav, this is your classic uncle, your father's brother's wife is an erva. Aishas Achia of Menaim Shnia, if they were the uncle from the mother's side is a Shnia. Because we're Aishas Achia Aim Menaav, if your mother's uncle, your mother's, your mother's brother, from their father, they had the same father. They were goes on that that guy's wife, that uncle's wife. of Why? Because it's similar to your father's brother's wife from the mother's side. They're all called. They're all called uncle Uncle Jack's wife, right? They're all called aunt. So the same thing. So don't tell me Xeril Xeril because these are all Xeril Xeril. Make one Xeril. We say, okay, once you make Xeril your grandmother, make Xeril the other grandmother because they're all called grandma. So if you're Mata one, you'll be Mata the other one. So we're back to this question. If, what about your mother's brother's wife, your mother's brother's wife, when your mother and brother related only through their mother, so there's no ah, father there at all, what do you say? Tashma, bring a proof. The Chiyasa Rabbi Yudabar Shila, when he came, Omer, he said, in Eretz they said, like Omer, they said, Eretz Yisrael, if this person would be a woman, she would be forbidden to you. If he's a, because he's a man, they were goes on the on his wife. If this person would be a woman, she would be forbidden to you. So if this person's a man, his wife is also awesome. That's that that was a general rule. Is that really the case? Your mother-in-law is an erva. But the wife of your father-in-law is mutter to you. If it's not your wife's mother, your father's wife is mutter. That's not the case. And it's simply not true. Your mother, your, your, your mother-in-law is forbidden to you, right? It's your wife's mother. But your father-in-law's wife is not forbidden to you. The daughter of your mother-in-law, right? That's either that's your sister-in-law, your wife's sister, is an erva. What do we say? The daughter of the of the son of your father-in-law is mutter to you. In other words, it's not true that if she would be an Arab, if she would be a keva, she's an Arab. If it's a zochri, you can't marry the wife. Bas of erba, the daughter of your father-in-law is an Arab. That's your wife's sister. 
but if your if your son if your brother if your father-in-law had a son that would be your brother-in-law his wife is mutter to you if he dies or divorces is mutter to you chargaso erva what do we say chargaso your stepdaughter is also erva we said the wife of your stepson is mutter to you erva the daughter of your of your stepson is an erva because it's your wife's grandson the granddaughter but the wife of the son of your stepson is mutter to you. So it's not true that wherever, if she would be, uh, if it would be an akeva, she'd be also to you. So if it's a son, then if it's a son, then its son's wife would be would be would be also. It's not the case. So so therefore, what does he come and conclude? Rav Yudavashul says, listen, Klal, if it be a woman, be also to you. If it's a man, his wife is also to you. What's that? My what? So it's in this case, this case that we're questioning. Again, what's the case? Your mother's brother, where your mother and brother related only through the mother, his wife, since if it would be in a keva, you wouldn't be allowed to. In other words, you wouldn't be allowed to marry your mother's brother, no matter what. Your mother's brother's forbidden to you, whether your mother's brother, uh, your mother's, your mother's, um, uh, your, your mother's uh, uh, sister, let's say your mother's sister, would be forbidden to you in all cases, whether your mother's sister is a maternal sister or a paternal sister, and certainly both. So, so, so now that we're dealing with uh, with a man, your mother's brother, the same thing as wife would be also to you. So wait. So how how why is it? What's the difference between all those cases you just mentioned? You just mentioned, for example, that you know your um, your mother was forbidden to you, but your um, your uh, father-in-law's uh, wife is not forbidden to you, or your father-in-law's, uh, or, or your stepson is, uh, his stepson's wife is mother to you, and that the daughter would be also to you. What, what's going on? Why is this case, why is this case also in those cases this mother? Here, how does, how does your, this aunt that we're speaking about, your mother's brother from the, from the mother's side, his wife, how does she become usher to you? How many marriages are involved? Only one. Your mother's brother married this woman. So one, if, if one condition is all it took to, to forbid her, that's forbidden. All the other cases, it takes two marriages. Why? Because you're only married, you have, to, you're, you're, you have to marry into the family. And then that father-in-law has to take another wife. You understand? Or, or right, that's, that's what happened. There's two, two marriages involved. So it's a step removed. Here in this case, it's one condition. Your mother's brother, who was maternal, your mother's maternal brother married this woman. So one, one, one marriage is all it took. Therefore, it's forbidden. But the other ones, until there's two kedushins, you have to marry into the family, not mikvah. What about the wife of your great uncle? Your father's father's brother. What about that? Or Bachos Avi Ha'av. Or the or or the um, not the wife of your great uncle, but your great aunt. Achos Avi Ha'av, the the sister of your grandfather Mao. Middle amount to erba. Since below them there is an erba. The level below is an erba. Aishas Achiav. That is that's a, your 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 not your great. These places are both great aunts, right? Your great aunts, either your great uncle's wife or your great aunt. But the level below, and is also, since Balamata Erev Balamalanam, he goes for Bay, also Xer there too. In other words, there are these additional 
Erebus. We mentioned eight in the first Brisa. Uh, what about this? And we mentioned the ninth one of the mother's, mother's maternal brother, right? From the mother's maternal brother's wife. That's a ninth one. But we had eight in the Brisa and one more here. What about these two? These great aunts. Are they also Odilma? Oh, it's Palagrosa. There's too many generations away. Toshma. Mine shneas, what are the shneas? We mentioned Amalfa. We didn't mention, we mentioned eight on Amalfa in the Bryce. We didn't mention these. The so Marcy, that's not a kasha, ton of a shire. Mentioned eight, but there could be more also. So you left up. When it's a ton of a shire, there's always other things. You just don't leave out one. If you left out one, that indicates that it's excluded. But my shire to shire. Shire shneas to bear of here. Tomorrow we're going to learn if he adds on six more. There's six more. He adds on. So he left out those. So he left out this too. Amemer achshub eish sachi avi avu vachos avi avu. Amemer said, no, your great aunts, whether it's your great uncle's wife or your, or your uh, grandfather's sister, are, are, are mutter. I saw a list of the Shniyas in the name of Mar Breid Ravana, who Ksivan Shitsere, these were in there, and there are 16 mentioned over there. My love, how do you get 16? Timni de Masnisa, the eight we mentioned on Amar Aleph today, we start the first Brisa, the Shist Be'er that we're going to talk about tomorrow, Ravchia six, that's eight and six is 14. It must be these two ants. So how can you say these two are permitted? He lists 16 over there, and the only way you're going to have 16 is if you include these two ants, these two great ants. You think you're so right with the 16? What about, what about this case that we've been dealing with now? Your mother's maternal brother's wife. That's not mentioned. That's got. To, that's going to make it seventeen. That we just posted it, but based on uh, what was his name, uh, Rabbi Yudavashila's case of uh, you know, kosher, if it would be a ma- if it would be a female, it's also by a male's wife is also also. So there's six. There's seventeen. This is Holokasha. Hanachtati. The two that we're talking about, your great aunt, your great aunt. The Damila, they're similar. One's your great uncle's wife, and one's your grandfather's sister are similar to another, but considers them one. So great ants of two of two kinds is considered one. So you can still have 16. So that's so I can still have 16 surah, Right? And therefore I said that they're written down six, 16. So he says that's not a kasha on me. You know, he says you know according to you it's to be 16. That's not a kasha because uh, I can consider they're not 17 because you include this one and the two two ants are considered one, so it's 16. If it would be written that time, so would you would you depend, would you rely on it? The Marbre of Army he didn't sign it. It was said in his name that there's 16, but he didn't sign it. He didn't sign on it, and therefore I don't consider that authoritative. So therefore, we have eight. And we're going to see tomorrow if he has, has, uh, has six more for a total of 14. And we really have 15 because we count the mother's maternal brother's wife as, as, uh, as uh, 15. And then these other two about the sis, about the, the great aunts, that's, uh, that's debatable as, we're see, as we see over here, whether they're included or not. All right, we'll pick them here tomorrow, Mr. Shem.